I don't know what I want is a complete sentence with a full stop. I'm in the process of finding out or I don't know what I want at this moment in time, but I'm going to find out what I want is a more expansive sentence. So it's like, do you truly, truly not know what you want? Or have you not given yourself the opportunity to explore it? Do you truly not know what you want? Or do you know what you want, but you're scared to say it out loud because you don't think it's possible? We jump straight from, um, I don't know what I want to, oh, I know what I want, but I won't be able to have it. So it's just easier yeah. to say that I don't know. We need to take mm. that charge and also give ourselves that permission that we're looking for externally to chase our dreams. You are tuned in to Strengthen the Soul podcast, a safe place for learning and growing. I am here to help you navigate through life's greatest challenges. I am Katie, your host, a licensed therapist, holy fire Reiki master, life coach for healing and life transformations, a healer who's healed herself, and I am here to help you strengthen your soul. We are all beautiful souls in this life. We are healing, we are evolving, and we are loving. My mission is to bring awareness to all things wellness mind, body, and soul, provide motivation and information, and discuss all things mental health and spirituality. Thank you for listening. I am Afia. I'm a mindset manifestation coach, NLP practitioner, and host of the Manifest Edit podcast. And really, I'm incredibly passionate about empowering women to stop playing small and to really create and live their extraordinary lives Mm, that's amazing I think that there really needs to be more leaders in the community who really are passionate in helping women do these things I totally agree so what got you started into this work I think this is something that Honestly, I was born to do, and I have always been blessed to have such incredible mentors in my life, whether that be school teachers or tutors or friends that I have always loved to help other people and to really help people move beyond their circumstances of what they think is possible to what they would actually truly like to have. And often the two are very different in what Mm -hmm. you think you can have to what you truly desire. So it's about helping people to bridge the gap between the two and also knowing that it's okay. And it's also good to ask for what you truly want. Yeah. I think that's so important. I talk a lot with my clients on overcoming limiting beliefs because I truly think that we do have that power to get what we desire. And oftentimes we have these really strong limiting beliefs within us that are huge blocks. So that's super powerful. And I would love to hear more about how you're helping women remove these blocks and actually ask for more. So I actually created, um, a five-step method for aligned manifestation, the vibes method. So typically I take my clients and also the students of my virtual retreat through each of these steps for aligned manifestation. And it really helps people to number one, think about who they want to be in this world, but also what they want to create as a result of knowing who they want to be. Mm-hmm. So this framework actually came about from me um, creating this vision board actually in 2018 none of the things had manifested and then when I kind of did some reflection on why that was it was apparent that I had gone straight into the intention which is where I see a lot of people begin with manifestation thinking about the things that they intend to have 
rather than thinking at a soul level, who do I want to be? So yeah. the very first step of the Vibes Method for Aligned Manifestation is embodying the vibe of your higher self. And that looks at who do I want to be? What do I value? What's important to me? And am I currently living in alignment with that? If you're not currently living in alignment with that, that's not like you're doing a bad job, but it's like, how can I bring my awareness to shifts that I can make every single day so that that is true for me? And I like to perceive the higher self, not as someone who we need to become someone new who we need to become but that's actually who we truly are and it's everything else like the limiting beliefs the stories that has built on top of that essence and we have to kind of peel back the layers to be able to live fully and show up authentically so from there we can go into the second step of setting powerful intentions because we know the kind of legacy that we're creating we know the vision that we're creating and Mm -hmm. by the way that vision that you have of who you want to be is going to change and evolve as you evolve but it's a good starting place to just have something to work from so that when it comes to setting intentions that we can check them for integrity against the vision and against the values that we have so setting powerful intentions as opposed to setting weak intentions that are not actually going to manifest looks like being really certain if it works for you having that degree of specificity depending on whether you are a specific manifest or a non-specific manifest the degree to which you are specific will vary mm-hmm. but actually saying yeah this is what I want and I'm owning that this is what yeah. I want we jump straight into the how is it going to happen rather than no 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 before how is it going to happen like if anything was possible what do I actually want so owning the fact that you are a human with desires and that's okay to desire it's good to desire and that you following your desires actually has a positive impact not only on you but on everyone around you and isn't that such a divine process like I think that's like so juicy when you can like see like the ripple effects that you chasing your dreams has like magic um the third step is energetic blocks and boundaries so here we look at limiting beliefs we look at past stories we look at those unconscious behaviors and patterns that keep playing out in your life and bringing a conscious awareness to them so 95 percent of our mental life is unconscious it's about okay considering that i'm running on automatic programming and automatic beliefs what actually are the beliefs and programming that my life is running on and how can I get acquainted with them? Not necessarily all of them are going to be in inverted commas bad, but there are some things that you will maybe want to shift to a more healthy perspective. So although the role of your unconscious mind is to keep you safe, sometimes that can be a little bit misguided in the ways that your ego tries to keep you safe is all also stopping you from prospering as well. So we want to find that medium between the two. The fourth step is balancing your feminine and masculine energy. So whether you are male, female, non-binary, whatever you identify as, we all have masculine and feminine energy within us. Mm -hmm. And these energies impact the way that we take action. So it's about okay, like where do I feel most in my power? How do I like to take action? How do I like my days to look? Is it more details and action oriented or is it taking that time to flow through my days and to sink into that ease, knowing that you still have to do something, right? It's not just sitting down and being like, I'm just gonna wait and everything's gonna happen. (laughs) But the action that we take is different. And then the final step of that is surrendering. Surrendering the how, which is I leaning into trust in both myself and also the universe that I'm always going to be supported no matter what it is that I'm doing and that building your sense of belief in yourself and your sense of belief in the universe is ultimately how you can sink even deeper into the process and ultimately speed up your manifestations as well yeah I love that 
I think it's really important to break things down into different areas of healing or intention or focus because, you know, manifestation is not just, like you said, a vision board. And I I love that you brought to attention that you had to reflect why aren't the things that I want happening for me? Because I think oftentimes people get very caught up in the, well, I'm just going to manifest this and it's, it's going to happen. And it's, I feel like that's a little bit toxic of an approach that, you know, puts that frame of toxic positivity on people like us who really practice healing and, and peeling back the layers of manifestation and bringing in our desires. Like there's a, there's more to just putting this positive framework onto it, right? Like you do have to dive deep and do the aligned action. You do have to do the work. (laughs) Yes, definitely. And doing the work can be a really fun process when you allow it to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you say that you have a virtual retreat and you do a lot of work. What does the work that you do look like? So in the virtual retreats, it's typically taking people through each of those five steps I just shared with you. But every day, every single day, we'll have a live training going deeper into how to implement each of those steps in your life. We also have exercises. So whether that will be a meditation or a breakout room where you get to workshop with someone. And then also throughout the week, I like to provide one-on-one support through um, coaching and messenger as well. So it really is about like, okay, like let's look at the vision let's look at who I want to be let's look at all the things that could potentially sabotage this and let's integrate this into my new way of being right let's create these new success codes for myself I love that how has your life changed through following your step-by-step process oh it's completely changed and something I get asked a lot is about the biggest or the best thing that I've manifested. And I know people will typically expect me to be like, well, is this amount of money that I manifested or is my dream apartment money that I manifested? And I did manifest those things and it was amazing. But for me, the biggest thing that has changed is the relationship that I have with myself, the relationship that I have with my emotions. And I think that's one of the most valuable things that we can aim for that as we are aiming for, whether it's a material thing, a person or an experience is that the relationship that you have with yourself is one of the most precious and valuable things that you have and also one of the longest standing things that you have as well so always working to learn more about yourself and to do that through a lens of non-judgment yeah I love that yeah I think it's even important as your emotions come up every single day not to judge what those emotions are there for it's really just about learning from them and allowing that process to take you deeper and deeper into into life yeah I love that Yeah, learning from the emotions is definitely something that maybe not a lot of people feel called to do because they might go into a place and they're like, wow, I can't believe I reacted that way or I can't believe I was so angry and they feel guilt and shame around it. It's actually the guilt and the shame that are causing us to have the negative feelings rather than the emotions themselves. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, it's so true. And then all that depression comes through from that guilt and shame. And and then it's just so hard to sometimes pull yourself out of those dark places. Yeah, mindful awareness is definitely the key, but also in being aware is having compassion and also taking responsibility. You have to take responsibility for where you're at and where you're going. And though there may have 
been people that contribute to your circumstances ultimately you are the only one with the power to change it no matter whether you get support to change that you are still the one that has to make those decisions and I think one of the most precious and powerful things that we have in this life is the ability to choose the ability to decide and that we have to really make the most out of that gift yeah yeah it's like taking responsibility for your life you know so so many people just remain stuck because they feel more comfortable in that and it's really just stepping out of that and saying like I'm going to take healing into my hands and healing is my responsibility that's exactly it beautiful so tell me more about you tell me more about your business and just you know what you're doing right now So I'm originally from Scotland, but I've been living overseas in Australia for the past five years. And Mm. this was initially something that I thought I would just come over to Australia for a year and kind of take a a break. I'd been studying for five years at this point. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to come over and take a break. And I envisioned going back to Scotland after that one year. And I quickly began to fall in love with the country. And that one year very quickly turned into five and Mm. counting. And it was um such a beautiful experience moving here and as a result of taking that one trip moving here alone I've also then went on to travel the world alone as well and although solo traveling to Australia was actually not by choice there was uh, my friend was meant to come with me but pulled out Mm -hmm. the last moment since then I realized that this is something that I do actually enjoy and intentionally Mm -hmm. solo traveling is one of my all-time favorite things to do when it is actually possible to do that right (laughs) I know Australia is seriously on my bucket list. It's a beautiful place. Beautiful. I'm so happy that you got yeah. to experience that. I feel I, ha- I still haven't explored that much myself. I landed in Melbourne. And I was like, oh my God, it's amazing here. And then um, <laughs> when people ask me where I've traveled to in Australia, it's actually quite limited. But mm-hmm. when the opportunity to travel Australia is available again, you can bet I will be setting myself up somewhere. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Amazing. When did you start your business? So I started my coaching business in 2020, but before that, I, um, I've been in the online space for nine years. So I initially started through blogging. I had mm-hmm. a lifestyle blog, which evolved into a student blog, which evolved into a travel blog. And throughout that nine years, I was also sharing the kind of mindset work and how I'd been manifesting experiences, especially travel into my life. And what I realized was, that the women who would come to me with questions, it wasn't just specifically about travel. It was, how do I have the confidence to do this? Or how are you showing up online? How are you having these incredible experiences? And I realized that it expanded um, a lot more it expanded to be a lot more than travel. So I knew that that was something that I had to share on a deeper level for particularly um, female entrepreneurs. I think that there are a lot of damaging statements and beliefs about their pertaining to entrepreneurship and pertaining to being a woman in this lifetime. So I really want to help people take back that narrative and decide what narrative they want to create for themselves and then to also live that narrative. Yeah. I just, I love your mission that it's possible. You know, something that I said the other day in a session and then I made it into a reel because I thought it was so powerful. And I was like, if it's possible at all, it's possible for you. And that's just been sticking with me ever since because I was like, you know, the possibilities are really endless. Yeah, they really are. It's so amazing. What do you find is the biggest struggle that 
I mean, I would say us collectively, not even just women struggle with, with creating everything that we want, you know, our dream life and calling in our desires. What do you feel like is a huge common theme of what people struggle with? Clarity for one, a lot of people either struggle with not knowing what they want or believing that they don't know what they want. And what I believe is it's a perception and that actually most people that I've encountered do know what they want. It's about allowing themselves to go out there and create it. And also, I don't know what I want is a complete sentence with a full stop. I'm in the process of finding out or I don't know what I want at this moment in time, but I'm going to find out what I want is a more expansive sentence. So it's like, do you truly, truly not know what you want? Or have you not given yourself the opportunity to explore it? Do you truly not know what you want? Or do you know what you want, but you're scared to say it out loud because you don't think it's possible? We jump straight from, um, I don't know what I want to, oh, I know what I want, but I won't be able to have it. So it's just easier yeah. to say that I don't know. We need to take right. that charge and also give ourselves that permission that we're looking for externally to chase our dreams. And I'm actually reading a book at the moment called We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. And what she says in that book is um, they conducted a study and there's more competition for the kind of average goals than there is for the big, hairy, audacious goals that seem out of reach because most people are just settling for not what they truly want instead of going after those expansive goals, which ultimately there is less competition for because people don't think it's possible. So going after your impossible dreams is more impossible, is more possible than you might think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so powerful. And what would you say about fear? Because I'm sure that that comes up so often in the work that you do with women. What do you usually tell them, teach them, work with them on when it comes to fear? I personally believe that fear is not necessarily something to be afraid of Mm -hmm. and that when fear comes up, that doesn't mean that it's not for you. It means that if this is something that you want to work towards that you have to be willing to face that fear and you have to be willing to understand the stories that you currently have about why it isn't possible for you going back to what I said earlier is that the ego's role is to keep you safe and it's not from a place of sabotage and trying to make your life as boring and mundane Mm -hmm. as possible it's because our prehistoric brains are programmed to survive. The easiest way to survive is by replaying the patterns that you already know work well for you. So when it comes to trying something new, of course your ego, of course your unconscious mind is going to say, no, let's not do that. We've already sussed out the strategy from the past 28 years that you've been alive. Let's just keep doing the same thing over and over again. So you have to know that in order to create the life that you desire, you have to look beyond the perceived safety to the inevitable safety that you will have from actually following your dreams, following your desires and living the life that you truly want. We think if we stay in the same place that nothing changes, but change is inevitable. Change is going to happen anyway, whether you make that decision in favor of your dreams or you don't. So you might as well choose the change that is actually calling you to what you want rather than the change that you're going to still have that struggle come up later of, oh no, what do I do now? And be pushed out of the situation rather than choosing to be led, to be pulled, to be called. Yeah. And it just goes back to the powerful statement that you said before is that we do always have a choice and we have the power of choice and how lucky are we to have the power of choice? Unbelievably lucky. And I think once you can establish those very simple foundations in, you know, nothing that I'm saying is like a a groundbreaking concept. It's just Mm -hmm. about, oh, 
I do have the power to choose. Oh, wait, I have been doing these things to try and keep myself safe and it hasn't actually been fulfilling me. Okay. So once you can make those shifts in your awareness, then you can make those shifts in your thoughts and you can make those shifts in your beliefs. You can make those shifts in your actions. And ultimately, as a result, your life changes. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, it's like, why do we need permission to do it? Sometimes we wait until we have permission, like, oh, okay, you're right. Now I can do this. Or we need someone to lay it out there for us. And I think that's, unfortunately, that is something that we deal with, but it's also really powerful to see that you are that somebody that can remind people, hey, it is possible for you. I think, again, it's something that goes back to those prehistoric times where in order to keep safe and alive, we had a tribe of people supporting us. So um, although we've evolved so much since those times, we're still thinking, I don't want to be ostracized by the group because this is what's going to keep me alive. So we think in following our dreams that either we're going to be different from what our family is doing, what our friends are doing, what people yeah. online are doing. Those people from school who probably couldn't care less what you're doing, but we're just <laughs> right. these stories in our minds. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right? The fear of judgment or fear of vulnerability. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Well, is there anything that you would particularly like to share on the podcast? I feel like you have shared so much amazing information already that I know that the listeners would just benefit from. And I've been pulling from things that I know in experience that people really would love to hear from you. Um, But is there anything just by having a podcast yourself and doing this work and working with women day to day that you would just love to share for everybody? I think what it really comes down to is number one, making that decision, but knowing that there will be things that come up, there will be challenges, there will be fears, there will be doubts. None of that means that it isn't for you. And none of that means anything specifically about you as a person. And just because you don't see the struggles that other people are sharing or going through doesn't mean it isn't happening. The Oprahs of the world still have problems. I'm sure they have different problems from maybe you and I would have, but there's still problems nonetheless. So it's knowing that you have to become really comfortable in that uncomfortable and know that your comfort zone isn't really that comfortable when you truly look at the heart of it. And I always like to say that there's like um, a danger zone, a comfort, a comfort zone and a transformation zone. And actually the comfort zone can actually be the danger zone because we think this is where we want to be. And we look back after years having passed and thinking, oh, I just wish I'd followed my heart instead of staying here so making those expansive decisions yes it does take a leap yes it takes courage in the moment but it's for that long-term gratification in your life that long-term fulfillment rather than that short-term satisfaction of staying exactly where you are Mm -hmm. if that is something that you are not currently enjoying of course if you're enjoying your current life at the moment I'm not saying (laughs) you have to get away you have to escape right but if there are some shifts that you would like to make Mm -hmm. it's the decision to make those shifts knowing that well there will be challenges but that you are fully equipped to face those challenges or to find the resources that will help you yeah and I think that even people who are very 
happy with their life or, you know, feel like they've gotten everything that they wanted or close to it. I think there's always room for growth. And I think that even just reflecting on your life and seeing what else do I want? What more can I have for myself? What more do I want for myself? You know, maybe there's just always something that you wanted to do that you've neglected because you focused on something else, you know, more in your life. So I think even just opening yourself up to more possibilities and just where else your life can take you is is so important. Yeah, that was a really great point, Katie, that yeah, it doesn't have to be these like life-changing, I need to move the country or I need to quit my job. Sometimes the things that we manifest is like the small day-to-day changes that make our world a little bit brighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I even just go down to the the simple but yet profound example of water intake, hydration, you know, like just shifting the amount of water that you drink every single day will literally change your life like in so many ways because water is like so important and we always say drink your water drink your water but water helps your physical health your mental health your just your physical appearance like it's just your mood everything it's just so important and even just making that small shift of drinking more water every single day (laughs) that's it I love it well, thank you so much for joining me and it was such a pleasure to learn more about you learn more about what the work that you do and you just have so much knowledge to share and I can't wait to tap into more of the awesome things that you're doing where can everybody find you on social media so you can find me on instagram afiasalta underscore you can check out my podcast the manifest edit podcast and if you do want to come join us for one of my free five-day virtual retreats to learn how to implement the vibes method into your life so that you can stop playing small and confidently manifest your vision you can check that out by heading to afiasalta.com forward slash freebie oh i love it i'm definitely going to check that out Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you again for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Manifestation is a powerful shift in energy that you get to call your own. And as a licensed therapist and a healer, I'm very careful on how I choose to talk about manifestation because I never want to invalidate anybody's difficulties, their hard times, their um, their emotions, because sometimes it could be easier to avoid really dealing with all the shadow work that we have or the emotions that are coming up, the challenges, and focus so much on trying to manifest a better outcome for ourselves. And I think that I want to wrap up this episode with talking about how you can create a really healthy balance in your life of growing stronger through life's greatest challenges, experiencing what you're meant to experience by the difficult emotions, by the difficult times, going deep into the shadows, and then also understanding that you have the power to make your life the way that you want it to be. You have the power to make your dreams come true. You have the power to shift your energy. You have the power to choose flow instead of the resistance, right? Choosing what feels good over what is not feeling good in your life. You have the power to change your life. And if you want to label that as manifestation, 
that's powerful. And if you want to label it as trusting yourself and choosing yourself and putting yourself first and alignment and aligning with your true soul's purpose here, aligning with what your soul wants and craves and desires, you get to label it as whatever you want. This episode was a powerful perspective shift on life, education on how you get to claim happiness. You get to claim abundance. And Afia was so wonderful in describing and giving us tools on how to do that. So take this for what it is and take this on your healing journey on however it fits with you. Thank you guys so much. And I love you guys. Make your dreams happen. And I'm so grateful for all of you tuning in.